You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. A Super Smiley Adventure is brought to you by State Farm. I'm Smiley the dog. I'm a mutt. I'm Smiley the dog. I'm Super Smiley. I'm a cat too sweet to travel kitty. I'm a big girlfriend. Angel's really pretty. I'm a pony and we share a big horse. We have a big car. Yeah, we have to, of course. I'm a pool. In the summer, I stay cool. We have a fountain. live in the mountain. live high on the hump. Need to be a spokes dog. I'm Smiley the dog. Wolf and Super Smiles, welcome to a Super Smiley adventure on Pet Life Radio, the largest pet radio network in the world. I'm Megan Blake, the pet lifestyle coach, here with my possum co-host, two-time shelter dog, Super Smiley, the ambassador of kindness for State Farm, our wonderful national sponsor. As the pet lifestyle coach, I travel the country with Smiley, helping people adopt the right pet for their lifestyle and then help train them so they keep that pet forever. And here on a Super Smiley Adventure, we explore adventures where animals lead. These can be adventures for fun or missions of animal advocacy or inner journeys of self-discovery where our pets often show themselves as our healers and teachers. With these themes in mind, I am so excited to welcome our world-renowned guest today. From Animal Planets, it's Mia the Dog. It's positively Victoria Stillwell. Hi, Victoria. Hello. Thanks for having me on. Good to be here. Oh, Victoria, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. I know you've been traveling the world, working with people and their dogs, right? I have, yes. I've just come back from the UK where I have been um, filming a brand new television show, so I'm very excited about that. Oh, we're excited too. Is that something that's going to just be shown in the UK or will we get to see it in the United States as well? Well, I think initially it will be shown in the UK next year. It's due to transmit next year. But I'm hoping, because I think it's just a great, great show, I'm hoping that we'll have good distribution. So who knows? It could come over to the United States as well. Well, Super Smiley and I will keep our paws crossed that we get to see your new show. And oh, first, first, before we get into everything, I want our listeners to know that Victoria is absolutely Awesome. I met Victoria personally many times at the Genesis Awards and the Hero Dog Awards, and we presented together with Super Smiley at the Hero Dog Awards. Right, Victoria? We did. I remember that. We had such a good time, and it's always lovely to see you there. It's it's a great event. Oh, yes, Victoria. It's always so good to see you. And everybody still, Victoria, you are just so extremely impressive. You are sweet and genuine, and at the same time, you are so grounded and powerful, and that is just such a beautiful combination. It's such a pleasure to know you and to have you on our show today. We're very excited. Well, thank you. And so, Victoria, I imagine all my listeners are very familiar with your work, but I am, I'm so thrilled to be able to ask you more about your thoughts about dogs. So let's just start at the very beginning. Your brand is Positively. Can you tell us exactly what Positively means to you? Well, we did this brand because Positively is about a lifestyle with your pet, um, not just in the way that you raise your pet, but in the way you teach your pet. Mm-hmm. And it's all about humane handling. And humane handling is the most important thing because unfortunately, you know, out there, there are still a lot of people who will train their dogs quite forcefully and uh, use devices to cause pain and all in the name of training. And, and, and the, the, the beautiful thing is, is that it's just absolutely not needed. You know, the, so positive is kind of the antidote to all of that other stuff out there. And it's really successful because when people see that not just the, the kinder methods work with their dogs, 
they have a better life for their dogs. So it doesn't just affect their dogs, it affects them as well and the lives that they live. So that's basically what Positively is all about. It's about raising your pet, living a great life with your pet, and being kind. I love that, being kind, and it's the antidote. I love the way you, you phrased all of that, Victoria, and I've watched so many of your It's Me or the Dog episodes. I also love how you think of creative ways to adjust a dog's behavior if there's a problem behavior. Can you talk about the importance of thinking the way a dog thinks or at least understanding the way a dog thinks? Can you talk to us about that, please? Yeah, you really, you know, you've hit the nail on the head with that. It's all about understanding how our dogs perceive the world because again the old style of training really takes away the dog's ability to think what we at positively do is that we allow dogs to think and to problem solve and to discover and we have found that when you give a little bit of power back to these dogs that you don't control their every movement, that you, you force them almost, not force them, I guess that's the wrong word, but you allow them to sort of to problem solve by themselves, then you have a dog that is less anxious, less behavioral issues, less probability of being aggressive, more confident. It really is a beautiful method. And so that's why I love allowing dogs the space to think. I love that, Victoria. And with you saying that, I'm thinking about my the way I work with my dogs, Angel and Smiley and other dogs. Sometimes if it's something simple, like they can't figure out how to get in the car or figure out where to sit in the car or to get something I want them to get, I will literally say to them, figure it out. And they do. They figure it out. And it's so cute when they know that phrase. That means I'm giving them time to use their little brain and they get it. They get it, don't they, Victoria? They do because, you know, we mustn't forget that these animals do have the most incredible brains. No, they're not as complex as ours. But if we just sort of take a very quick look at the dog's brain or the dog's mm -hmm. brain, they do have a less involved cerebral cortex. So they do have simpler thought processes than we do. However, the emotional part of a dog's brain is wired in exactly the same way as ours. So they do have emotions. They do have feelings. They mm -hmm. do have, you know, the ability to, to have memory. I mean, that's very important for survival. They can reason. They are empathetic. They can sympathize. You know, these dogs, the more behavioral and cognitive science is finding out about these animals, the more we're learning, the more we can live a better life with them and make their lives better with us. And that's why I'm so excited. And that's why I love the work I do, because it really is, it's trying to get into the head of these animals and just trying to, to, I guess, strengthen the bond between animals and humans. Absolutely, the human-animal bond. I love everything you're saying, Victoria. We are such, such supporters and fans of yours. And you're doing a lot of work with State Farm, and they have so many programs that are so positive for dog owners. One is the bite prevention work you do with them. Can you tell our listeners about the bite prevention work you're doing with State Farm? Yeah, well, first of all, State Farm really are the most incredible company, not yes. just because of their sort of their stance where they don't sort of utilize any kind of breed specific legislation on any kind of, of dog, you know, they'll write insurance regardless of the breed you have. They are just an amazing company, an amazing group of people. And of course, you know, Heather is just a wonderful person who sort of heads the team, as it were, and, you know, has made the experience, my experience, working with State Farm such a good one. And I think dog bite prevention is close to all of our hearts. 
because State Farm is sort of, it's on the kind of the, the front line, as it were, because they're the ones processing the dog bite claims. So they're the ones right. seeing what's happening out there. And so rather than just sort of just take a, a reactive stance, they're being proactive by raising awareness and educating and spreading the word. And that's why I wanted to join them because we're so on board with their message. And we really, really can affect change. And I, and I truly believe that melding together and coming together, you can reach more people in more areas. And we want to reach everybody, not just children. We want to reach adults as well, because you know, kids learn from their parents, they learn from their guardians. So if we can get information out there about how to be safe around dogs, how to interact with dogs, then that is, I think, our goal. And that's why I'm so excited to be working with them. I love that. I love that. And thank you, Victoria, for your work. I want to talk more about how we can better embrace and live with our dogs with the amazing Victoria Stilwell right after this break. Smiley, can you wait? Good boy. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. State Farm, this is Andrea. Yeah, what if I get into an accident in, say, Accident, Arkansas? Anywhere in the U.S., State Farm has you covered. Uh-huh, and if I hit the only tree in Lone Pine, California? We'll send a tow truck right over. What if I get dinged in Denton? North Carolina or Texas? Uh, both. Then we'll send two trucks. Well played. State Farm handles more claims than any other company. Over 35000 per day. Call 1-800-STATE-FARM and get to a better state. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. And we're back on a super smiley adventure with the amazing Animal Planet's Victoria Stillwell. Victoria, you were just talking about working with children and adults. What do you find is the most common mistake that people make with their dogs? You know, I think the common mistake is not just that the actual dog people make. I think it's that parents walking with their kids allow their children to go over and say hello. Or that, ah, mm-hmm. that I think it's human nature. And I'm the same. When I see a cute dog, my first instinct, I want to go over there <laughs> and touch that dog and say, oh my God, that's cute. Right. But, you know, I have to realize I can't be mm-hmm. really weird. If you're walking along with your child and some stranger, complete stranger, comes up and just touches your child. Absolutely. Well, it's the same as your work walking with your dog. Yet, mm-hmm. because, you know, we want to touch and, and we think that they're cute, we go into their space and invade their space and touch them. Well, we have to teach people, parents as well as kids, that's not all right. You can't do that. You can't invade a dog's personal space because, unfortunately, some dogs are just fearful of strangers coming towards them like I would be if somebody came and just touched me. And sometimes they react negatively. That's exactly right. And along the same lines, Victoria, could you talk about people with very friendly, friendly dogs letting their dogs just run up to another dog? Could you talk about that, please? Oh, my gosh. Uh, that <laughs> just drives me crazy. It, oh, I think, oh, I, yeah, you can relate to that. You know what? If you have a dog or you see dogs that are leashed, yes. then don't allow your dog to run up to those dogs. I mean, first of all, you've got to obey leash laws. It's really important. They're there for a reason. Mm-hmm. But don't just assume because you've got a friendly dog that, oh, my dog's friendly. It's fine. No, it's not. Maybe my dogs are on the leash because they're not so friendly or they don't like dogs running up to them. Or 
you know, people who are walking in a park might not want a dog running up to them. So I really think that some dog guardians have to be a little bit more aware. Yes, I love that. So the bottom line there is before you approach a dog you don't know, either with your dog, with yourself, or with your child, just ask. Maybe come over and say hello, right? Is that a good thing to do? It's very simple, right? Absolutely. Completely simple. <laughs> yes, yes. And Victoria, what about people who really want to do it right? They read the books, they watch your television show, they watch their video on training dogs, they really want to be a good dog steward. Is there something that people in general still miss? Maybe something uh, very simple or a general concept, that you, another's concept you can share with us. You've shared so many wonderful things. Another little lesson that we all can take in. Well, first of all, I think, you know, taking the time to teach your dog how to cope in this world is very important. That starts with relationship building first before you even start teaching a cue, like mm. I said or come to me. The relationship is the first thing you need to concentrate on because if you have a great relationship with your dog, when you call your dog to come to you, your dog's going to come to you. All right? So if yes. you concentrate and focus on that first, and one of the ways, one of the great ways to build relationship is simply by playing with your dog. You know, I don't <laughs> think that we play with our dogs enough. And dogs, most dogs love to play. And if your dog doesn't like toys, or well, then use food or use something like do a dog puzzle, do something interactive with your dog, build that bond, build that relationship. And then you can start to teach different cues. So I think put the focus on bond first and relationship first, rather than you know, oh my gosh, I want to teach my dog to sit and stay and lie down and touch and watch me and all that kind of stuff. I love that. I love that. And you, you mentioned food or play or what? A massage is great. All doggies love massages, right? I mean, all of them yeah, are going to want know, a massage. Yes. Some of them do. Most of them do. Some of them don't. Some of them are quite sort of touch sensitive. And obviously, mm, it's the way you. That's have. a very good point. Very good point. Yeah, right. You have to so get the cues from your dog. Every dog's an individual. Yes. I guess the bottom line then is that the dog will tell you what he is going to respond to. So listen to the dog, what he's telling you, right? Is that a good way to say it? Yeah. And again, I think you bring another great point in there is that I think we need to take more time listening to our dogs, mm -hmm. not telling things all the time. Take time to observe and to listen and to read body language. And, and I'm excited because I'm, I'm also writing my fourth book, which is all about the language of dogs and the latest science, what, what the latest research has shown us, which is truly incredible about what various body signals mean and, you know, how far the tail wags to the right means something different to how far the tail wags to the left and mm -hmm. uh, things like that. And so, you know, that's what's going to be in my book. And that's exciting because, you know, when you can really truly read your book, the physical aspects of your dog's body language reflects the internal emotional state. So you can read your dog better. I love that. I love that. Yes, I noticed we had a border collie and when we would come home, his tail would always do a circle and we'd say, look, Guardian's tail's doing the circle and it always meant something very specific, right? Yes, that is just a happy tail. That is just all is great with the world. My humans at home, I love you. <laughs> That's so great. And and Victoria, back to State Farm. You mentioned that they don't breed discriminate as an insurance company. Can you tell our listeners going a little bit more about breed specific legislation and restrictions and, and what that means and how State Farm really is working to support all good dog stewardship, even the big dogs. Can you talk about that a little bit more, please? 
Well, I think they've got it right. And, you know, and the message is, it, regardless of breed, any dog can be a great dog and any dog can bite. I think when you, you start sort of saying, well, the Rottweilers are bad or the German Shepherds or the Pitbulls, mm-hmm. you're effectively saying that all the other dogs are fine. Well, no, any dog can be a great dog, the way it's raised, the way it's bred, and the way it's treated. And any dog, if it's badly abused or genetically predisposed, has been raised in a bad way, not taught properly, and poorly socialized can pose a risk. So they've got it right. And unfortunately, breed-specific legislation, you know, I come from a country that has banned pit bulls for 23 years, or more than that now, yet have the rates of dog bites gone down or gone up? Well, unfortunately, they've gone up. Um, wow. It shows that it's working. Wow. Even, even the politicians, they, they realize that the BSL is not working. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't have the desired or intended effect that they thought it would. But it's very difficult for lawmakers now to suddenly turn around and go, hey, let's get rid of them. Let's get these yes. breeds of dogs back. And then it just takes one bite and then everyone's going to go crazy. So, right. you know, unfortunately, trying to turn around BSL is really, really hard. And I think it takes some courageous people to do it. But I also think that's why State Farm is smart, because they're saying, look, we're not going to discriminate on the kind of dog that you have. We do say you have to be a responsible owner. Recklessness won't be tolerated. However, you know, if you are a responsible owner, then whatever dog. And that's what I subscribe to because you know what makes me most frightened? (laughs) It's not the dog. It's the person on the other end of the leash. Absolutely. Well, Smiley is a big dog. He's, he's super friendly. He's a therapy dog, a crisis response dog, but still he's a big muscular dog. So he really appreciates this work that you and State Farm are doing. And, and he loves you, Victoria. I want to just let everybody know again, back to Victoria personally, Smiley and I live in Los Angeles. And in addition to the pet work we do, we're actors. Oh, and as a matter of fact, we're on location right now in Kentucky shooting a Hallmark film. Smiley is playing Raquel Welsh's dog. <laughs> and so, But I'm telling you this for a reason because in LA I interview and work with a lot of stars and so in this world that we live in we don't get starstruck I live in Malibu and there are stars in the coffee shop and doing down dog and yoga right next to me but Victoria when I first met you it was at the Genesis Awards and I was so excited I was just like oh I just met Victoria Stillwell so we are such big fans of yours Victoria it's just it's always such a pleasure to to see you it's it's just so much fun so now speaking of animals leading us on adventures we met you Victoria and Smiley got his first picture with you at the Genesis Awards, and now you all are working together on State Farm Canine Assist Team. Can you tell us about that? Just give us a recap for that. Yeah, well, yeah, again, this is really, really cool. And so State Farm, the sort of the social media team, developed what's called the Canine Assist Team, CAP for uh-huh. short, and it sort of draws attention to amazing dogs and the people who live with them. And the way that these dogs, like you guys, Super Smiley and yourself, how how they make a huge difference in the lives of others. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm the coach. So like there's five canine assist teams and I'm head coach, which I'm very proud to be. <laughs> but not that, I, not that any of these dogs need any kind of teaching whatsoever because they're all amazing. But yeah, so this is the canine assist team and I'm really proud to be part of it. And it is so much fun and so whimsical. And again, big shout out to State Farm for thinking so creatively. And speaking of that, Victoria, I love the way you think outside the box. Or maybe it's more accurate to say you put your human thinking on hold and think the way a dog would perceive it as 
we mentioned earlier. And one of my favorite examples, do you remember on your show, it's Mir the dog. There was a very, very large dog. He might've been a Great Dane, a huge dog. And when he rode in the car, he barked at everything. He never stopped barking. So you fashioned a curtain around all of his windows to block his view until he was good. And then you'd let him see. Do you remember that episode? I do, and I've done that a couple of times. And what I found is that actually when you kind of cut the vision, when you do mm -hmm. block the windows, the dog just calms down because yes. seeing all these visuals going past at speed or dogs coming close to the car or people coming close to the car is actually too overwhelming for many dogs. Yes. So when you take that pressure off and mm -hmm. you block the windows and you kind of make a nice den in the car, and then the dogs quieten down and you reward the quiet, then gradually you start to sort of open the car up a little bit again right. so that they can get more visuals, yet you're still praising the quiet. Yet if they bark again or if they get back into that den-like space, it's all about feeling safe. And so quiet behavior, well, they'll get rewarded with a visual if they're quiet, but it's not too overwhelming. So it's basically just saying to the dog, hey, cool it, cool it. I'm going to help you cope being in the car and that's all it was so you know I, I remember that I had I think it was three great Danes <laughs> I just remember two, big dogs yeah one with two great Danes and then there was three great Danes <laughs> I mean oh my, oh my gosh that, that was quite a job that was that was funny well Victoria I want to hear more from you about dogs right after this break Smiley can you wait good boy sit stay we'll be right back after a short pause well four to be exact Remember when you swore you'd never get married, never have four bedrooms and a minivan, and never have... Twins? We're having twins? And then never happens, and becomes the things you never want to be without. For all the nevers you now want to last forever, State Farm is there to help protect them, with everything from life insurance to college savings and more. And that's the difference between just having insurance and having a State Farm agent. To find a State Farm agent near you, call 1-800-STATE-FARM or visit statefarm.com. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hey, hi, it's me, Ross Matthews, and I'm on a super smiley adventure. And we're back on a super smiley adventure with the positively wonderful Victoria Stilwell. Victoria, when you speak to groups, what is your, your main message to them? What do you lead with? I think my main message is that kindness is powerful. Ah, um, love it. And you know, and I was really badly bullied when I was at school from the age of 13 to 14 um, by actually a particular girl. And she sort of seemed to have this power that many bullies have where they follow them. And mm -hmm. so I was mercilessly bullied. And back then, really, there wasn't really any help. You couldn't really talk, tell your parents or even if they did, they didn't do anything about it. And then the teachers didn't really want to know. So I was kind of left by myself. And Fortunately, a year after, um, you know, things made a turnaround, but I've never forgotten that. I've never, never forgotten that. And I always thought there must be something within her. And subsequently, I found out that there was. There's some sort of massive insecurity that's making her do this. And so I really, 
even from then on, I thought being kind is so much more powerful and being a bully is more is cowardly. But there is an insecurity there. So yes, that's why that's my message is that you if you truly want to be powerful, if you truly want to show that strength in you, be kind. Absolutely. I love that. And Super Smiley is the kindness ambassador, ambassador of kindness for the Canine Assist team. And Victoria, thank you so much for being such a friend to me and Smiley and for supporting Smiley's latest kindness video. Speaking of kindness, in, in this one, I'll let everyone know Smiley is, it's an animated little film, a minute and a half, and Smiley is flying through the air in his red cape and his Super Smiley outfit. He's sharing kindness around the world. And let me go to our producer, Mark Winter, our super producer, as I call him. He wrote the song and the music video for us and super smiley invites everyone to help him share kindness by watching his video and sharing it and state farm is a sponsor on that too and and victoria you're so kind you have your logo on there and everybody can find that just by googling super smiley kindness video so victoria thank you so much for your work with kindness and for supporting smiley as well in that oh you're very welcome i think the work you do is amazing it really does and it changes people's lives it does. It does. And, and I, I fully understand that the, the cute little whimsical kindness video is not going to stop horrors that happen to dogs. But I do believe just as strongly that it will plant the seed. It will plant the seed and open people's minds to wait. Maybe, maybe this is a powerful way to be exactly what you were saying, Victoria. So, so thank you for that. And Victoria, a couple of quick, quick fire questions. Is it possible for only one person in a family to be the dog's caretaker and trainer, or does it indeed need the whole family to keep the same structure with the dog? What do you think? I would think so. You know, dogs kind of will anchor themselves maybe to one main person, usually uh-huh. the person feeds them, walks them, you know, mm-hmm. gives them the most attention. However, your dog is part of the family. And so yes. I think every member of the family, old or, or young, need to take part in that dog's care. Right, right. And integrate them. I completely agree with that. And another question, because you, sometimes you hear yes, no, but I want to hear what Victoria Stillwell has to say. Is it okay for dogs to sleep in the bed with their people? Yes, absolutely fine. <laughs> Unless, you know, people have got this idea that, I say that dogs shouldn't sleep in the bed. Absolutely not. It's just that I'm called in when dogs are biting one member of the couple or something when the one person is trying to get into bed and then the dog's protecting the bed. Um, And in that way, no, you know, the dog's got to have some time on the floor before it's allowed back on the bed. But no, absolutely. (laughs) Right. Okay. And what do you think about dogs wearing clothes, you know, dogs being dressed up in outfits? What's, What's your opinion on that? Not the biggest fan. But yeah. I've, I've mellowed a bit. I've mellowed a little bit. I mean, obviously, the coats, they're cold and things like that. That's absolutely fine. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Smiley's cold-natured, so when we go to the coffee shop, yeah. Right. If it's a photo opportunity or Halloween or it's an event, fine. Uh-huh. But not just every day. You know, because, again, clothes, masks, really important body signals that other dogs find it very difficult to read. Also, right. looks I- very strange and could cause fear in other dogs as your dog walks past in a frilly dress or something like that. So, you know, um, yeah. I'm I'm pretty much right with you on on that. And also when people sometimes, not all the time, because like I said, when Smiley goes to the coffee shop, he's he's very cold natured. He has almost no hair on him and he will ask for his sweater. He'll start crawling up on me and that's when I know he needs his sweater. But sometimes when people, sometimes when people dress them in the frilly dresses, they stop treating them like dogs and we're doing them a disservice, a dishonor when we don't honor their beautiful brains and the way they think as dogs. What do you think about that? 
Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, you know, look, in some ways, yes, you should treat a dog like a child because, you know, the same philosophies and the same things that we see are really successful in raising children we can use with our dogs. Mm -hmm. just the way it is. But you've also got to celebrate their dogdom too, that these are dogs at the end of the day and they have the needs, these canine needs, and which you, you know, you need to give them the outlets that they need. So, so I would say a good balance is what you need. Yes, good balance. I love that. Victoria, can you give your website or social media where people can keep up with your events? Oh, yes. They can go to positively.com or they can follow me on Facebook, which is just uh, facebook.com forward slash Victoria Stillwell or on Twitter at Victoria S. And yes, we're, we're on there every day. So, um, you know, say hi. Wonderful. And Super Smiley and I both are on Facebook and Twitter as well. And all of our links are at MeganBlakeOfficial.com. And before we go, we want to say that without our amazing producer and the co-founder of Pet Life Radio, we wouldn't be here. So a huge Super Smiley shout out. And thank you to Mark Winter, our super producer. And Victoria, Victoria Stillwell, thank you so much for joining us and for all you do for people and their dogs. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. It's been a pleasure. And from all of us here at Pet Life Radio on a Super Smiley Adventure, we hope you love all your adventures with your pets. And until next time, woof and super smiles. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.